Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special edition of Employment Matters, brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm your host, Pete Waltz. Well, today's a special day. It's Tuesday, and on the Employment Matters podcast, that's Travel Tuesday, where each week we get the chance to dial in our local lawyers from all around the world, and we ask them important things about what we need to know about doing business in their jurisdiction. Today, we're going down to Costa Rica, and I'm pleased to welcome to our show, Gabriel Arce, an associate at BLP in Costa Rica. Gabriel, how are you today? I'm very well, Peter. How are you? Happy to have you with us. So let's get a general overview of what Costa Rica is all about. So our listening audience has a sense here. Give us a sense of the economy, the population, maybe some industries, things you think are most important for people that are going to want to do business in Costa Rica. Okay, perfect. The Costa Rica government, the last administration, has been making big efforts to attract foreign investment. So right now, I would say the main sectors of the Costa Rican economy are industrial manufacturing, like high technology, medical devices manufacturing, shared services, call centers of these kind of areas are the ones that are installing in Costa Rica right now. In addition, we are very strong in ecotourism. In all the areas that are related with tourism, like old hotels, restaurants, food, also services, agriculture, forestry, and fishing, and very related with ecology, are the, the biggest sectors of the Costa Rican economy right now. How big is the population in Costa Rica? Well, it's, it's about 5 million inhabitants. I speak like half and a half, 2.5 million males and 2.5 million females. Also, our life expectancy rounds up like 80 years old. Women live more like 82 years old, approximately. So I think that we are in a good position comparing with the rest of the world. So, Gabrielle, tell me about the educational system in Costa Rica. What's that all about? And how's the government structure? Okay, basic education in Costa Rica, education for, for, for Costa Rican people is very important. So basic education, which includes elementary and high school. Education is free and universal in Costa Rica. In 2018, an primary school enrollment rate of 93.1% was reported. That is very high, comparing to the rest of the world, and even more with Latin America. Also, the Costa Rican educational system is recognized as one of the best in America, having one of the highest literacy rates, educational coverage. Also, a solid public university education system was established in the country since the 20th century which is consolidated as one of the best in Latin America and the best in Central America. Okay, so the government structure, I can say that Costa Rica is a constitutional democratic republic with a political stability for more than 72 years. It is one of the longest-lived and most stable democracies, not only in Latin America, but in the entire world. So that's something that we are very proud of. That's great. So let's talk about some of the structural issues. When employers come to Costa Rica, what are some of the things they need to think about when employing locally in Costa Rica? Maybe works councils or unions or some of the other federal type regulations. What's going on down there? And have there been any major changes in the last year or so? Well, I can speak for private employment. That is the sector that we covered the most. And unions are not very strong in Costa Rica in private employment related. There is a figure, a Costa Rican figure called it like Solidarity Associations of Employees known also as employees associations, which works to create like a commonwealth for the employees. So they work to create savings in common, loans for its members, and negotiation with different kinds of business 
Also, this figure is not mandatory. However, it is a good form for employers to be involved with the organizations, with employees, and employers can have this participation with boys, without both, and thus establish cordial and cooperative relationship with your employees. That is a way to be in touch with your employees and you can know what they need, what they want for the future. So in one of the most recent changes in the law is an amendment to the law against harassment in employment and teaching was recently approved in two specific points. Extends the statute of limitations for filling the complaint, which is computed from the last act as a consequence of sexual harassment, from two years to eight years, as well as establish that for minors or youngers, this period begins to count from the moment they reach legal age, that is 18 years old in Costa Rica. And the other point is that establish the opportunity for the youngers or minors to file a complaint without the need to be accompanied by a legal representative. This is only in non-judicial complaints. This is more like internal complaints in the companies or the teaching system. So let's talk about kind of the general business climate. Do you think it's more pro-business or is it more pro-employee? What, what's your sense of that? Well, in Costa Rica, I think there is a very good balance between both because the government, like I was saying before, are making big efforts to attract companies, to attract foreign investment and create employment. But also the constitution and the labor code are very strong and they protect very well to the employees. So I think there is a good balance and that can be a good reason to companies to come and invest in Costa Rica. The country is committed to the installation of companies in free trade zone parks with important incentives such as the decrease in guarantee funds when companies set up in remote areas of the Central Valley. The country, however, has strong institutions that allow the defense of the employee rights, such as the Ministry of Labor with its Department of Labor Inspection and ordinary labor courts to which employees and employers can go to defend their rights. So I think we have a good balance and it's a, it's a good moment to invest in Costa Rica. So, Gabrielle, we've talked a lot about kind of the structure of the country. Now let's travel to the country. I've got a business and I'm going to be bringing it to Costa Rica. How good are the prospects for cross-border opportunities in the region? And, and more specifically, talk to me about what immigration is like to Costa Rica. Is it difficult to move people in and out of Costa Rica? Are there any special programs? Kind of wrap us up with that thought, if you would. Okay, so cross-border trade opportunities in Costa Rica exists. A special department is created for the commercial sector, which seeks to streamline state process with case of requirements and shorter deadlines than regular immigrants. Not so without first duly accrediting the company in one of the regulated cases to access said benefit. Regarding these special programs, we can especially talk about two. The first for expatriates, like pensioners, renters, investors, who are exempted from certain taxes as a benefit. And the second is recently created programs for digital nomads because of the pandemics. This program seeks to attract foreigners with a certain economic profile so they can reside in the country while doing remote work for their companies in their own countries that hire them outside of Costa Rica. Great. Well, this has been very, very helpful, Gabrielle. I appreciate all your thoughts on this. For those that are interested in learning more about Costa Rica, you can reach out to Gabrielle. Thanks for joining us today, sir. No, thank you for the opportunity. It was a pleasure.
If you'd like to connect with Gabrielle, you'll find his bio by clicking on his name in the description of the podcast. Also, please visit ela.law to receive invitations to our upcoming webinars, download white papers, get access to on-demand content from our online library, or use the ELA's exclusive Global Employer Handbook. You've been listening to Employment Matters, a podcast brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm Pete Waltz. Thanks for listening.